0: You are listening to a TLR, True Lad Podcast Special, Athletics.
1: I'm Dan Greaves and you're listening to TLR.
0: Hi Dan. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good. For anyone out there who has got a sad void in their life, can you tell us who you are and what you do please?
1: Um, and I am an international discus thrower for Great Britain um, and I've managed to accumulate some success in my life um, coming second in London 2012 and being three times world champion and three times European champion
0: So you're quite good at throwing things in? Yeah, you
1: could say that, um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is obviously being the, uh, the specialty, but I've um, had a few strange requests
0: in the past, like throwing chairs and dinner plates and frisbees and stuff, so um, I'll just stick to what I know
1: best, really.
0: What's been your kind of weirdest request? Is that like at parties or when you're out or something?
1: Yeah, I went to a garden party and they had like a willy-wanging contest, which then turned into chairs, so it was quite quite good fun. I'm um, a little obscure from
0: the day-to-day job, but um, yeah. And how did you get into discos? Have you been doing it for years, or was it just something you kind of always wanted to do?
1: Yeah, I've been doing it for um, about 17, 18 years now, um, and it was just, just at school. Like, um, I managed to beat all the kids quite comfortably, and um, fortunate for me, my my um, my coach was a, well, my PE teacher was a hammer thrower. And, um, and also rugby boy, and because I was quite broad at school. and did broad shoulders from swimming. So um, it just kind of developed from there. Went, he took me to my local club, and, and then I got a coach, and I'm still with him today, and you know, I guess when she, once you find a love for sport, and he kind of, it's an individual sport, so all the glories I knew, i uh, have played rugby before, aren't? so it's a bit more of a team sport and shared glory. So I guess you could say I'm a little bit selfish in that way, but um, once you get a little bit of success, it's hard not to turn down.
0: Definitely. Do you, um, what's the kind of training like for discus? Because obviously, you know, for sort of athletes, it's very much like the cardio, the gym, the protein. What's your kind of regime?
1: Yeah, I mean, in the past, it's been a bit of a um, a bit of a joke with uh, with Rose, and they've had like great big beer bellies, and you know, I mean, <laughs> they are generally quite well athletes but um, you know for me it's I do a lot of cardio, do a lot of ab work but then you know to to throw the thing a long way you need to be strong and so we spend a lot of time in the gym but then also like throwing a discus is it's kind of like an art form so you have to master it so I guess in the 18 years I've been doing it it's mainly just trying to get the technique right and um, kind of harness all your strength and kind of prowess in the circle to make sure that you can actually generate all the power through the disc and actually make it fly because that's one of the hardest
0: things really do you find um that there are days when you're kind of throwing where you just you almost can't do it you know is it one of those sports where it's like it's you, you know you just have like bad runs and you kind of think like i just can't do this or is it kind of like a fairly even sport
1: um yeah
0: it's
1: it's so like uh, if you've ever played golf or anyone's played golf right? mm. some some days you'll have a, an awesome round of golf and you'll be like oh yeah you know like tiger woods or something and then other days you'll just be in the rough or like just sitting here there and everywhere and it's the same with the disc like some days it can just fly out easy and effortless and um other days it just goes completely wrong and, <laughs> and it's just for sort of the worst thing ever like because you're trying to just Normally, but um, it's so frustrating at times. So yeah, it's really one of the hardest kind of disciplines to master, really.
0: And what about your teammates? Is there kind of do you train together, or do you sort of train alone and then play alone? Yeah, we've got um,
1: we've got like a group that we train with. So there's like a couple of girls that have um, Scottish internationals, and then there's um, a few younger lads. Um, and then got, I obviously train at different um, kind of weight environments. So I train with sprinters. Um, other field events in the daytime and the Olympic lifters, so you get like a real mixture of athletes. So we all keep each other pretty much on our toes. So, um, like obviously, I can't be being outlifted by some um, some thinner runner. So it keeps me on my toes for that. And then they obviously want to get stronger in the future um, in their sport. So it's kind of a mixed group really. So we do my weights completely separate to my throws group. Um, but then it's kind of it's kind of cool because I was inspired by a few people in my group, and then as the years have gone on, some of the younger guys are coming in pushing me. So that is not cool getting
0: old. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Um, what do you think is like the kind of the most unknown thing about discus as a sport? Um, oh, I don't know. Good question. <laughs> I think really just the amount of time and effort that you have to put in. I think people see us on TV and throw it and. I think they appreciate how
1: hard it is because they've probably been at school but I think really like, they don't understand just how, how much time and effort goes in. Like, I mean, i spent countless hours just out in the field on my own just throwing it around and just you know, obviously doing some cage work but it's just that, yeah, time has to be really dedicated and, and really focused and I think some people if they don't kind of, you know, excel at it straight away will just give it up so it takes... T- take some good mental strength, and um, I think that's the biggest key. Really, is is when it's going, like when it's going well, it goes really well. But when it goes wrong, you need to kind of put it right, and that's the hardest
0: thing. What about injuries? Is it is it a kind of sport where you get a lot of injuries, or have you been quite lucky?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been I've been lucky up until um, London last year, and I got a hernia just before it. So, but um, mm. that was just literally I think a bit of old age creeping in, and um, and then all oh, like. We, because you have to be quite strong, so there's a lot of weights and conditioning, and and it's a fairly intense and quite fast sport. So um, for me, yeah, I think this is part and parcel of uh, all the years of doing loads of heavy weights, and, and my body's starting to, you know, not as not as hold as well um, together when I was a bit younger. So yeah, uh, but I mean touch with everything will be all right. It's, um, it's just one of those things. I think um, when you do sport as intensely I and mean, like full time as I do, like say three or four times a day. Um, some point can never
0: check what's going on <laughs> well, what about sponsorship how hard is it to get sponsorship for discus um, it's
1: obviously not as fruitful as, um, as sprinting because you know that's Kind of like the blue ribbon event in athletics. But, um, you know, we're out there for, for a good couple of hours in the competition, so there's loads of potential on the timeline for, for being seen by the cameras and, and being photographed. So it's not too bad. I mean, I'm fortunate to be supported by the likes of Oakley and Adidas. So um, it's really good. I mean, you just got to get your face out there and, and kind of like sexy discus up a little bit because, um, <laughs> you know, um, like I said before, sometimes they look at some guys look a little bit out of shape, but they um, can obviously fit a long way because they're big units, but it, that's kind of perception has changed now, so it's a, a lot more like, like the rugby style boys, so you know, a bit more in shape, and, and that's um, kind of like the new era of discus throwing. really.
0: Do you think you're making discus sexy, Dan? Ah, I'm
1: trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good Like it's good to be supported by such big brands as well, and, and they kind of use uses a lot in it. And, It's kind of like one of the original Olympic sports, so I think that's the angle that they use. Um, Pretty much not not just my face.
0: What about how how about like a cheerleading squad? What if I start like a a Dan cheerleading squad for when you throw? I I
1: think I'd be too distracted from um, (laughs) from my objectives when I'm in the uh, (laughs) in the stadium, so it's um, that's not cool. You
0: could wheel us out (laughs) after you you throw. You could wheel us out after you've thrown to put everyone else Uh, off?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd say you you could like wheel them out in between so my competitors get distracted, and then you can just kind of um, go in and cheer like the normal crowd (laughs) do uh, when I'm throwing, so I'm not too bad.
0: Do you get a lot of uh, female attention? Do women kind of follow discus?
1: on on Twitter they, they yeah, I'm not sure like how um, how my government would feel but um <laughs> no, it's um it's fine, like I guess you just get it all the, all the time when you're an athlete and you're in the public eye. and um,
0: so you, some of them can be a bit crude and uh, a bit stalkerish, but um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So a
1: fair. little bit scary. <laughs> but, yeah, a little bit scary at times, but um, but no, I think it's quite of possible comes with like being in the public eye as an athlete.
0: I think it comes with Twitter, though. You know, I mean, I get um, I get all sorts of <laughs> all sorts of things. I think um, I was saying to Pamela last week um, I reached an all-time high on my um, gifts. Should we call them gifts? I get emailed quite a lot of things as well, and um, a guy oh, sent. <laughs> um, he is sat in a computer screen, and on the computer screen is my picture. And yeah. he is um pleasuring himself whilst looking at my picture on a screen and he videoed it and sent it to me. So
1: Oh my god, what
0: <laughs> I think I think of all of the things I've been given, that was kind of uh,
2: yeah, it's so the one like, that the weirdest things.
0: I think so. I'm not sure quite what the correct sort of social response to that is. But um thank you to whoever sent me that. That was um that was nice. Um, so I think that, I think, I think the thing with Twitter is people can feel they know you when they don't. I think it's that weird kind of, like, yeah, touchable. It's,
1: uh, it's hard to draw a line of, like, boundaries on Twitter, where in real life you can kind of, you can say no, and I think people will just accept
0: it, but I think... Well, like yeah, there's no body language, line. is there? Because in, in like, when people no. approach me, I'm quite, um it's quite obvious I'm not interested and I think the trouble is on Twitter that you don't it's that I always think I don't want to be not nice I don't want to ignore people I don't want to seem like I think I'm too good to talk to them and yet if you do talk to them you often think why did I talk to this person yeah. <laughs> block yeah <laughs> so oh, it's, a, it's not it's not, a, it's not fun so what about um, being a lad what do you think is a true lad um
1: you know, just having, having a bit of a laugh, like there's quite a few of me and my fellow athletes who just, we're not, we're not lads, but you know, we'll just have fun and, and like the last thing you want, where we normally have like this thing called Nando's Tuesday, so we'll go out and just have, have a Nando's, like a few of it, and we'll just kind of talk everything but not athletics, and because we're always doing athletics we're so at the track like, you know, two or three times a day, and we see each other, so the last thing you want to like talk about is, athletics so we just go out and we just chill out and talk about everything like celebrity like tv film just the whole lot really it's just
2: yeah and, like, it, and
1: it's just nice it's like, a bit more refreshing than just like going home making dinner getting ready for the next session the next day and stuff it's a bit more like you know imagine people just do it all the time but like we just kind of we just hang out and just talk about old things not athletics so it's a bit quite refreshing really
0: we have a competition going at the moment which you can choose okay. to partake in, or decline, you. Um And it's, it's a short Olympics quiz, and the person who is doing the best at the moment, I think it's you and Thomas, has the most answers. He's a competitive man. <laughs> Very competitive, yeah. So, if you want, I can ask you those questions, and you can see if you can beat him. Okay, yeah, cool. Are you ready? Right, I'm just yeah. I'm just loading it now. We're highly technical here. It takes a while. Okay. Okay. You have one minute in which to tell me as many Olympic cities as you can. Go.
1: Um, Moscow, London, Sydney, Atlanta, Beijing, um, Barcelona, Tokyo, LA, uh, Munich. Okay. Yeah. Rio, oh,
0: no, Rio. Um, you can have Rio. That's all right, because it's next year. Well, not next year. Oh, Rio, yeah, Rio next year. Um, two, two,
1: three years next
0: year. <laughs> we both said that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did that bit. <laughs> Should my life away now. Uh, well, got London three times you have that Five, four, uh, three, two, okay. one. that's not bad you managed to get um 13 that's really not bad i think ewan has 20 david has 19 20.
2: yeah I'm kind of geek.
0: <laughs> where was the first olympics ever held yeah. <laughs> can you name um, three winter olympic cities
1: um Mhm. um salt lake city
2: yeah and, oh dear, the can i have stock here that's coming up <laughs> you can
0: yeah Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. Okay, and now let me just get the other page. out sorry, I've got them stored on here. Um, you've got to give me three. is it three? Yeah, three Olympic gold medalists from 2012.
1: Um, just kind
0: of power and Greg Woolford. Very good. Now you've got to name three Paralympians.
1: David Webb.
0: Ah, oh, you see, you've not done bad at all. You've only been beaten on the Olympic cities. So that's... Oh, yeah. That's, um... What ah, do you think?
2: You back for
0: that. I know. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to swat up. We'll do another one in six months, and you'll have to swat up on it. Yeah. And I'll give you I'll give you all the questions and not him. Yeah. yeah do it. <laughs> He'll go absolutely mental. <laughs> He'll
1: hate, hate me forever. He beat me on the... Um, we did an Olympic rowing test in uh, London, and he beat me on that. Oh,
0: cool. <laughs> he's very um. He's, I think it's the mentality, isn't he? He's very very driven. It's good. Um, right. And the final one. Let me just get it up. It's me being really slow. I've pressed the wrong button again. Ah. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. It's not gonna there we go. Right. What do you think were the top ten most watched um events on Olympics two thousand like twenty twelve? as in who watched the most um, from TV something sort of who or um, what was I'm not phrasing uh, this question well at all because I'm trying to load the page I've just <laughs> unloaded just a sec sorry <laughs> multitasking fail um, the, the most the ten most watched televised Olympic events or like sort of things um, so
1: athletics number one cycling and roads, gymnastics, uh, tennis, is pretty high. hockey, uh, swimming, football. Jesus.
0: Um, right, do you want to know? Okay, the first one was the opening ceremony, the second oh. one was the closing ceremony, <laughs> 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 the third one was Usain Bolt, 100 metres, the fourth was Mofara. 10,000. The fifth was Jessica Ennis. six was Tom Daly. Seven was Greg Rutherford. Eight was Usain Bolt, 200. Nine was Mo Farah, 5,000. And ten was Sally Pearson taking the um, gold for Australia in the 100 hurdles, which really surprised me, to oh, honest. So, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Now you know. Do you feel informed? I do, yeah. Educated. <laughs> educated. If I you. work on my cities. Oh, don't worry. I think that's a pretty Pretty hard kind of questions, isn't it? Really, um if you had to have a t shirt and wear it all day and it's got a slogan on it and it's hashtag something lad, what would it be?
1: Discus
0: lad, yeah, discus damn lad. That was an yeah, easy one for you. Damn lad. Most people are like, uh, <laughs> yeah. off
1: the top of my head.
0: Do you have any? You obviously have a lovely girlfriend, so well done. Um, okay. Do you have <laughs> good work? Uh, do you have any um, pulling tips for our guys? Like, what do you think would be your top three?
1: Um, read, read games,
2: <laughs> <book. laughs>
1: um, which, which is uh, quite a quite good book for. It's got basically everything you need to know um, as a man trying to pick up women. Um, be, be yourself, and um, buy lots of drinks.
0: <laughs> Shots. Shots lead to relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes children, so be careful. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm very careful on that one. So. Easy, easy on that one. Um, do you have any kind of top tips for anyone who's wanting to get into discus throwing? Is there anything that you know, if they perhaps they're at school and they're particularly good at it. To be honest, if you're at school, you shouldn't really be listening to this. <laughs> I'll be honest now yeah. and <laughs> 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 Maybe the sneaky lads upstairs listen to it on
1: the, um, the school's computer. It's
0: kind of funny. How about if you've got um, a child that's very good at athletics at an early age? Yes. What should you? Where should you be taking them? Where should you be guiding them?
1: Um, I just—I go online if you've got, um, you know, if you've got a son or daughter that's really excellent at school in any athletics. Just go online and you can catch most of the information um, at UK Athletics or British Athletics. I think is known now online. And type that in, and then type—they've got a place where you can type in your area code and find your local club. Um, and that's really cool. So I've got all the contact details there so they can phone up and, and get them down there and there'll be loads of the kids and I have loads of summer um, activities on as well, even if it's like not athletics, they just do everything. Um, and so it's just a great way to get them get them involved and make loads and loads of friends and just have a bit of fun and just try everything really because I mean I tried everything like long jump, sprinting, hammer, javelin and discus, all that like their... Um, Youth, youth level and it's just a good bit of fun until you can find their forte in their sport so, um, it's pretty easy really to get, get in touch with your local
0: um, it's Do you have any charities or anybody you want to mention? Um, no I, don't, I, um, I haven't found
1: like a, a charity for support yet um, but I, I have been going into well hopefully going to, to some local hospital soon and um, help some some ill children, which is um, I think it's like it's close to heart, and it's, it's nice to inspire young kids that haven't really um, got the opportunity like that we've had. So um, you know, yeah, that's nice. Just support the local hospice, and and um, again, kind of give some inspiration to some kids um, that want to you know see a medal and might never see a bit medal in their lifetime. So. Well,
0: that's fair. See, and he's even a nice person. There you go. That's not going to help the Twitter stalkers. You're aware of that, right? say me mean, and, they, <laughs> and he's really nice grumpy man, yeah. and so unapproachable. And don't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. think? Um, what are, What are the people on Twitter who come at you particularly like? Maybe say, you know, maybe say more guys than women. What do they say that kind of like you like hearing? Like I quite like um, random. I, I like people who come and have something to say. You know, something funny or kind of. What's your sense of humor like? What's your thing? Yeah, it's quite it's
1: quite dry. So like, I like the office and like face and like, a few um like you know just just um i think it was quite funny um but you know my, my humor is quite dry so i it doesn't really it's kind of like an awkward humor as well so
2: mm. like
1: it doesn't quite work on twitter too much sometimes i have to like just a bit more blatant with my jokes or what i'm saying because um sometimes you can't if you're not there and you, you, it's the way i think you, you can a. Uh, a, um a joke across sometimes that makes the joke so it's quite hard when you type in it and people aren't there so yeah I, um, I just like i like all of that and like the idiot abroad and stuff like that that's all kind of like my humor just like the awkwardness of it and just like pointing out the obvious but making it quite funny
0: and what about the things that is there anything on twitter that really annoys you like james is saying he doesn't like the um positive quotes <laughs> how <laughs> yeah. to live your yeah, life <laughs> i say the same it's, I think it's just more people
1: that just kind of like oh, I just brush my teeth and you know um, just you know just go into bed and night or, and people like that just who there's no need to know that you're going to bed or like, you just brush your teeth or you know you just sit down to a nice dinner and stuff like that it's I think it's just just those like people that just tweet for the sake of tweeting where you know I prefer someone that would like speak their mind and just kind of um, you know, a bit more informative, but like funny
0: with it rather than just being a little bit boring. So I've only followed quite a few people that've done that. So. There you go. Don't be boring if he follows you. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. You want to be funny, entertaining, yeah. not too crude. Thinking about
2: the
1: pressure of me trying to be funny and <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah, no, that's it, isn't it? You kind of you think you think, like, ah, what am I going to oh. say?
1: My name's Andy Turner, and you are listening to TLR.
0: Hi, Andy. Hi. Thank you for being here. You're very welcome <laughs> <laughs> So for anyone who doesn't know who you are and what you do Can you tell us please?
1: Uh, yes, I am Andy Turner I am a You didn't send me to Hurdler um, I've been in three Olympics And I'm a current European and Commonwealth champion And uh, a world bronze medalist As well
0: Wow, so you're not that good at it then <laughs> Yeah, I just just something I do in my spare time <laughs> <laughs> So what about now? What are you up to at the moment? Any particular favourites? Well, I've just discussed times under the hammer. It's quite dangerous, though, because you start getting a few ideas. But Jeremy
1: Kyle and I've got Dave on Vodian Media, so I watch Top Gear all day and only fools and horses and keeps me occupied.
0: That can't be bad. What would you say are your top five tips to anyone who wants to get into athletics?
1: and going to it, not deciding to be a long jumper or a pole vaulter I mean, I tried every event before I kind of went to hurdles and I think once you've done that you need to just be kind of, you need to enjoy it and just be focused and dedicated you kind of got to give it your all or you know to get the results you've got, you got to give it everything rather than just kind of half doing it, so I think in there there's probably about five or six little
0: tips. Very good and what do you think for you has been the kind of the highlight so far what's been the moment that you really enjoyed Hurdling. What's what
1: is it about the hurdling? Um, I kind of fell into it really. My brother uh, was a hurdler, and he just he was better than me, and I just wanted to beat him. And I didn't like him being better at something than me, so I, I just kind of took up the hurdles, and I wasn't fast enough to beat a, a, like a hundred meter runner, so hurdles was kind of the next best thing, I suppose.
0: And you and with the long jumping as well. Is there? Anything um, that you can tell us about Greg Rutherford? Let's dish some dirt on him. He'll enjoy that.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, Greg's very clean cut and innocent. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I, I know Greg very well. Um, We've we've had some fun times. Uh, But no, he's a good lad. And and I'm glad
0: he's he's got some success. Well done. That was very well steered away from answering that. What would you say are the five um, most attractive things in a woman? I think I think you I think you've smashed it there. There's a lady who sent that question and who sat there writing away now. <laughs> Must have eyes, need teeth. <laughs> Start running.
2: There
0: you go. And what about what about um, kind of pick up tips for the lads? Do you have any kind of? Um, we've decided that you'll obviously be a guy who's very good with women, so um, share your knowledge.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I've had a girlfriend.
0: Get drunk and then go and chat to them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i said a really bad example of my life, I
0: know, <laughs> No, I I actually think it's probably um, it's probably quite a good example. I think it's quite normal. So I think you're well, all. Right. Do you have any drinking tips? Is there any way, you know, do you have anything that you always kind of stick to when you go out or.
1: No, um, I'm very all or nothing. Mm. So, so when I do go out, I don't go out very often anymore because obviously running, but when I do go out, I can't just go out and have one or two. I'm going to go and, you know, by the end of the night, I won't even know my own name. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how I like to drink. But no, I drink
0: anything really. I'm a competitive drinker, I drink more than everywhere. <laughs>
1: Is, I kind of kind of resort back to my college days where you know you just line up, you, you go out and have a bottle of wine before you even go out, and then you go out and drink the you know the lager and the, the shops and stuff. And I kind of forget that I'm not a good drinker, so <laughs> I try and do that again, and you know my nights just end up a complete wreck, and you know, I never remember them, so it's kind of pointless.
0: <laughs> and what about for the rest of the year? What are your kind of plans? Do you have any things to aim for? Have any training tips for anyone who wants to kind of get buff
1: get buff <laughs> eat your meat eat loads of protein uh, and lift really heavy weights loads of times that's <laughs> <quite> simple
0: <laughs> and then have a day off and get absolutely wasted <laughs> yeah. You should have a word with Terry. Um, Terry's somebody we, we speak to a lot. Terry Holland. He's a strong man. Holland,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him on telly. He's massive.
0: He's a, and he is honestly he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Is I really? love Terry. Yeah, I'll, he
1: looks like a good lad on telly.
0: He really is. He's he's um, he's a lot of fun. But now he's he's very yeah. he's really. Um, you know, some people are just really knowledgeable. He really knows his stuff on kind of building and food and nutrition, and he's yeah, I bet. he's brilliant. Yeah, you should spend I a think day I with do him. Know, I think I know enough for like, for, like, what I need to do, but not yeah. when it comes to, kind of, what, what he does,
1: you need to get massive and strong. Like, I'm not really the one to talk to about that. I know kind of how to keep lean but strong, do you know what I mean?
0: How do you keep lean get... but strong? Tell us about that, then. Who wants to be... Well, Come on, there'll be people out there who are thinking, I want to be lean and strong. How do we do it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to get, like, to get, to get big in the gym, you need to, kind of, lift, like, you know, say five lots of ten... Um, on a certain exercise then go to another exercise I just keep lifting on the same muscle to really fatigue the
1: muscle whereas when I go to the gym I do a full body exercise so it's majority legs but you know obviously we do it upper body as well so I don't do enough enough exercise on one particular muscle group to get that big and you know get get massive so yes it's kind
0: of the overall yeah
1: yeah, it's an overall workout as opposed to
0: kind of specifically... Yeah, because I bet, I bet kind of Terry and people, I bet they target their arms and target their legs and I see... Yeah, you. he'll
1: probably spend like, you know, we'll go in the gym and go, right, today all I'm working on is my guns and he'll just do a million, you know, bicep pills or whatever.
0: And then he'll lift a plane on the way home.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like that for me, it's different. <laughs> when I retire, I'm going to go in the gym and I'm going to I'm going to try and get big. That's not plan anyway.
0: Yeah, I get... get Get like buff for twenty, whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: just try it. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a whirl.
0: <laughs> um, what about um, since the Olympics? Do you think the Olympics has had a big impact on athletics, or has it not had as big of an impact as you thought it would? I
1: think it has had a big impact. Um, mm. The tracks that I go to, I see a lot more youngsters just having a go at all different events, and so I think it. I think it inspired a lot of kids and you know they see it on TV and they think wow, I want to have a go at that and you know it's a case of getting the parents kind of going okay cool I'll take you to check." and I think the parents have got to kind of help out the kids more but um, yeah I've seen a big increase
0: in the amount of kids taking up not, not just athletics other sports as well and from, from hearing from other coaches and different sports you know they said the amount of like new recruits have got is, is, uh, dramatically since the games how old were you when you started, and how old if you have children, how old do you think they should be before you kind of start saying right, let's look for a coach, let's look for is there a kind of age um, i i was I was about eleven or twelve, but I was doing you know sports days at school and stuff, but my dad kind of just saw that I was fat mm. and he would just literally go and take me to the track and drop me off and leave me there so there was nothing I could do but train and I hated it because he made me do it but um,
1: I, think, I think I I, mean, I went to the tracker and I tried every event and I think that's what kind of made me like it just because I was doing different things but I think you know until you kind of 13 to 14 you don't really
0: And then if if I suppose if you go to like a local club or something you'll be picked up if if there's someone who's got kind of particular skill in one area, I guess the coaches they would recognise. Social networking, do you like social networking? Get many females? Have you have you got any kind of like hardcore stalkers or? <laughs> no, no, not really. Nothing there. <laughs> sadly not. I, I can't.
1: I haven't got any good stories for you in that respect. But um, you get, you know, there's a few people that text you, like tweet you pretty regularly. But I haven't got anyone who's kind of, you know, worrying.
0: <laughs> you, you might have after this. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This may be your big reveal. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Olympic Sport oh, of Twitter right. boxing. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm going to ask you some questions and you have to see if you can beat our previous guests on how many you can get. So you have to name as many Olympic cities as you can in a minute and your minute starts now. <laughs> You've 10 you got 10 to get
1: what 10 to get i don't
0: know <laughs> uh, okay, literally right try um, every city in the world
1: <laughs> um paris yep uh um germany that's yeah, not a
0: city <laughs> <laughs> berlin you can have that berlin rome yep um, um budapest yep uh, Think of where I'm the first one was. Where? Where was the first one? I
1: don't
0: know. Oh, Athens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got sixteen. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> oh no way! I went to <laughs> Athens Olympics in two thousand and four as
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got you got sixteen. Because um, okay. I've just double checked and actually Budapest isn't one, so oh. it's only sixteen. Um. So, but that's still good. So, um, where was the first ever Olympics held? Yeah. <laughs> now the next questions are on 2012, um, uh-huh. and we'll see how if you can do any better than you and did on these. Let's have look. Okay, before we do that, you've got to name three um, winter Olympic game sites. Um, Salt Lake
1: City. Mm. Um, is that not one? I thought
0: that
1: was like recent.
0: I'm looking, I'm looking. Utah, is that Utah? Oh, you're right, yep, you're right, sorry, yeah. That's one. You weren't going to give me that one. But no, I, knew I wasn't.
1: That was right. Well, <laughs> this is a chick. You're having me
0: or not? <laughs> you would have paid <picked> you off. <laughs> yeah, he's <was> bribed <laughs> me.
1: Um, Vancouver? No, uh, Yeah? No?
0: Uh, Yes, yeah.
1: Okay, that, that was a pretty easy guess. I'm trying to think of cold places. <laughs> um, 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 I wasn't one who liked something?
0: Yep, there is, yep, yeah. you're right.
1: That, can I have that?
0: Yeah, you can, you've, you've, you've got three, that's good. Alright, cool. Okay, all right. why were the Olympics not held in 1916, 1940 and 44? Because of some type of war or something. Very good, yes. <laughs> <That's> good
1: work. <laughs> I didn't know the I know there's a world war in there somewhere, but I don't know the first one. What was in
0: 1916. Um, it says here. Let me just check my official. Obviously, I know all the answers to these. Obviously,
1: you know you're not
2: checking that. <laughs>
0: um, due, due, due to World War One and World War Two, Summer Olympic Games were not held in 1916, 1940, and 1944. Due to World War Two, Winter Olympic Games were not held in 1940 or 44. Oh. Ah, okay. Now
1: we know. Okay.
0: Exactly. So you're educated. This is an educational show. <laughs> an educational quiz. <laughs> now, you have to say, how many gold medals did we get in 2012?
1: What, in athletics or in everything? In everything. Uh, I, wouldn't have a, I don't have a clue. Um, 50.
0: Nope, 29. How many silvers did we get? Uh, 38.
2: 17.
0: And how many bronze? 28. 19 so how many do we get in total and you have 30 seconds to work it out I can't even <laughs> 19 17 and 29 go oh i can't do this on the spot it's shocking since gpsc's and i was 17
1: that was ages ago um 19
0: 18 17 <laughs> 16 15 <laughs> No, 65.
1: That
0: was a guess. (laughs) It was a good guess though. I
1: can't do it. I can't do it under pressure. If I had like a minute to do it and I wasn't on the phone or on the the radio, then I'd be able to do that one. Because my countdown, you know countdown, i on turn four. Yeah. I'm not too bad at that. I'm not too bad at the numbers. I can do that. Just not under pressure like I felt like I was
0: just then. And when I'm counting as well. Yeah, and considering I run. I know. of 80,000 people.
2: You'd think I'd be able to pressure,
0: wouldn't you? Well, I thought that. Perhaps (laughs) Perhaps, um, yeah. <laughs> perhaps the other oh, countries will employ me for a pressuriser on the day. Yeah,
2: who
0: knows? You know, could be in your career. Um, can you name five gold medalists from twenty twelve? Greg. Yeah.
1: Jeff, yeah. No, does Mo count again. Can yeah. I have two for Mo? Yeah, you
0: can. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Chris Hoy. Very good. All right. Can you name three Paralympians? David
1: Weir? Yeah. Johnny Peacock. Yeah. Um. Oh my god! I Disco Dan. Dan.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the, that's the Twitter handle Disco Dan. Come on, follow Disco Dan.
0: He's a good lad. <laughs> I'm gonna go and find him later and make him do an interview with me.
1: He's a good lad. You like it? He gives me, he gives some good banter.
0: That's what we need. Get Disco down.
2: Yeah. Disco Dan.
0: Um. Biscuit. What? Wait. Okay. These are these are as from the point of view of who was watching at home. What were the top ten most watched events of the Olympics? as a whole
1: Um, I think the 100 meter final will be number one right
0: Uh,
1: and then um, I don't don't know like that Super Saturday everyone
0: would have have watched that maybe I think Tom Daley yeah the,
1: the cyclists because they all did really well too much. I,
0: don't know. I think it's um, it's, <laughs> it's it's a it's a random question. Okay, the most watched event was the opening ceremony, the second most watched was the closing. Um Usain Bolt was third with the hundred metres, Mo Farah um fourth, uh, Jessica Ennis fifth, Tom Daly sixth, seventh was Greg Rutherford, eighth was Usain Bolt, ninth was Mo Farah, tenth was Sally Pearson, which I was quite surprised by. Oh
1: yeah, Sally Pearson.
0: Mm. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, can't, I can't see that but hey, I'm a bit surprised actually,
0: it? I thought there'd be other events up there it's bizarre isn't it I wondered if it was a lot yeah. to do with when they were shown you know if it was just to do with the fact that that you know it was shown at a particular time when, when the you know yeah. the majority of people are at home watching telly so yeah maybe because I don't know
1: how many people would have I mean if you're, if you're an athlete you know exactly Sally Pierce and you know that she's like not nuts. but like if you're just an average TV viewer then you're not really going to know that she's I want to you watch so watched a British
0: person, Do you feel very educated?
1: I do. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, this phone
0: call has been nothing but productive. <laughs> <I> <laughs> that is that. good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so if you had to have a t-shirt with a slogan on it, and you had to wear it all day, and obviously everyone's going to see you, what would it say and why?
1: <laughs> that's, that's a really hard question. <laughs> um, at the moment, I just have a t-shirt
2: broken on the front of it because then
1: people would feel sympathy for me that I'm on crutches and again I'd have a picture of my kids on there because they keep nicking my crutches and making them smaller Um, so I'm (laughs) hobbling about anywhere with tiny little crutches
2: (laughs) so
1: I think people need to know this that the crutches that I'm using the kids didn't like that not me (laughs) so I think that deserves a bit of sympathy so that's what I'd have on my t-shirt.
0: Do you have broken lad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a lad, yeah. <laughs> emotionally and physically broken. <laughs> just, just, oh yeah, I just completely wounded. <laughs> my kids bully me. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's how it is, honestly.
0: Oh. the morning,
1: my pictures are gone, and I can't even get out of bed. I've got to hop down the stairs on one leg. It's not good. It's dangerous.
0: <laughs> are you insured? Because I'd start being suspicious if you are. <laughs> you what it is. Um, do you have anything you would like to say to the lads who are listening, and the girls, because there'll be some girls too? Um,
1: just keep up. Keep up with the lad stuff. I love it. I, want, I, I check it out every day.
0: Um, all the funny
1: things, Cleavage Thursday, all that kind of stuff is wicked. I love it all. Just keep it up. it a great job in
0: entertainment in public. It's, it's helping a broken man repair. You see, that's what it's doing. It is. It is. <laughs> Well you're gonna love um twice a week and we're gonna eventually do it every night. We're doing this thing called the Sex Sessions where everybody sends in all their questions, relationship questions, sex questions, whatever. And I'm joined by like a sex expert each week. I've got um a girl a lovely girl called Camilla who's from Babe Station and then the following week we've got a woman who's a porn actress, and then the week after that we've got an escort. So that'll be <laughs> some entertaining right. listening. Uh, <laughs> that's a little boring yeah. <laughs> That'll keep you, uh, keep you entertained at home. i
2: will make it a good reading at all.
0: What do you think is the definition of a true lad? Oh, that's a good one.
1: Banter. Just give and take a joke.
0: Yeah. Have
1: a Enjoy time with the lads and
0: <laughs>
1: appreciate the female
0: sex <laughs> appropriately and legally. And with permission. Um. With permission, (laughs)
1: that's okay.
0: And where can people find you to make you bite? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going I'm gonna get loads of people
1: now too. Just cause it's Twitter, you can find
0: me at Andy Turner 110H. I'll um, I'll tweet that out later as well, so everyone can see it. And um, are you? Do you have any charities or anybody you'd like to mention? Any kind of shout outs or? Uh, no, I don't actually
1: have any charities. Um, uh, mm, yeah, I've got loads of shout outs. But I couldn't do them all now. Um, shout out to all the people who
0: stood by me. There you go. I have that one. That's nice. And and to those who don't steal his crutches, make him any yeah. more broken. Yeah. And if you see him in the yeah. street, don't don't push him. Give him a quick push. Yeah, you know? push me. broken banter so do you, do you like people coming up to you when they see you in the street um, you know, yeah it's cool but it
1: just you know what it'll never, it'll never feel weird like normal
0: yeah I think you're a very nice normal bloke from Nottingham who does running on TV, Uh, even if you are a bit broken. Even, (laughs) Even broken, we appreciate you.
1: Um, Yeah, just just something a bit different that you know kind of takes Olympic training to 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 the average people at home. Because the people that come to the circuit, you know, we've got people who are sixty-five. We've got people who are.
0: Really important though, because I think that it's so there's so many fitness DVDs, there's so many this and the others, but I think that there's very few really good, kind of not you know, how to go from kind of obese to zero in 60 days but some proper good training things that you can take away i think technique is everything it doesn't matter what you eat what you do whatever if you've not got the right technique so i think it's absolutely vital to have something that you can refer to and that's why like an app and a website and people like yourself who really know and can answer the questions you know dvd can't answer your questions you know kind of like a random on Twitter who's only been taught to do three specific generic moves to make the DVD can't answer your questions. So I think that's really important. Where can people find you online?
1: So at the moment we're, we're on just Facebook, Twitter. Um, the Twitter is at Antics Fitness. Um, and then the Facebook, I couldn't actually put my name, <laughs> our names into it. So yeah, it's Nyman Turner is the name, but then the picture, the Antics logo comes up. So if you go on the Twitter account, you see the logo um we we start a youtube channel is going to be set up in the next few days so a bunch of videos will be going on that um and then eventually you know in the next couple of weeks we're going to get the website built um and then it's really going to get to, to start to get out there that's the fun.
0: and we can put those um videos we'll put them on the lad tube and we'll put links up on um, the site and facebook and things like that so you will be able to find them
1: that's awesome i just want to emphasize cuz it's when people say, oh, Olympic training, it's, it's Olympic training, but it's kind of, it's open for everybody. It, it doesn't matter if you're completely fresh to exercise or whether, you know, you're really experienced. It's, it's, what we're doing is designed for, for everybody. You've got your own pace but the exercises that we're doing. It's not like it's just like a normal circuit. It's the way we've designed it is so that you are getting a, an Olympic experience. This is what I've picked up over the years, you know, traveling around and, and training some of the best athletes in the world. And this is what I picked up and put into what was already a tremendous circuit that Anthony designed. So together, the package is,
0: um, you know, it's one of the best. So really what you're it's getting the is best. the inside tips and tricks. And you're basically, you're getting the benefit of this poor man's years of slogging away. All the things he's got <laughs> exactly. to learn, he's just giving it to you. How about that? So I'll
2: be sharing my Olympic knowledge with the world. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: Oh, you see? Who, could, who can say Very no good. to that? So we'll send you all there. And if you haven't gone there... Um, then you're obviously pretty stupid I'll throw that in
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is Sam Ruddock and you're listening to TLR
0: Hello Sam Hello Thank you for coming (laughs) No, you're you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone who is a bit ignorant and is missing Sam from their life what is it that you do?
1: Uh, I am a Paralympic sprinter uh, with cerebral palsy in my legs and what that translates into is T35 on an athletics track in the Paralympic Games and I competed in last year's London London Games and it was my debut for Great Britain as well as my Paralympic debut and that's what I'm doing now, sprinting on a track.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. And how was it? What was it like going to 2012?
1: Uh, Well, well, how do you think you, you would feel if you... Stadium, related with eighty thousand people, and they're all wanting you to do the best you can. Uh, really, really nervous, uh, but also really, really excited at the same time. I, I was blessed, really, truly blessed to be to be in that position, to be stood there on a start line against the best sprinters in the world, and and to have all those people around me and that crowd. But they were all
0: cheering for me. It was, it was, it was special, really special. It's quite amazing that you're able to kind of debut at home as well. I think that must have been. Even
1: more. It, it, it was it was a bit of a baptism of fire, actually. We're, yeah, how do you fancy going into a Paralympic Games? Like we know you haven't been doing the sport long. Um, uh, uh, it's not been long at all. Uh, this is your first. Will be your first major competition. Debut for Great Britain. How do you fancy doing it in London? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> guys,
0: no pressure. You know. Yeah, and if you don't win, everybody that knows who you are is going to probably boo you. <laughs> like you know. Um, no. uh, Isn't it? It's getting, getting in there, getting your name, getting the experience, getting the. Because I can't imagine. Obviously, I I played sport all my life, but I can't imagine transferring the concentration, the normal nerves you have doing any sport competitively anyway, into a stadium, being watched by people. I can't. Like to me, that must be like wow. It was very, it was very, it was very nerve wracking. Um, not, not just all the people, but everyone else at
1: home that was watching on television. Um, it, 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 did, it did throw me off a little bit, but then I sort of you know, I managed to use the energy from the crowd. It li- is literally—it's like a, it was like a jet engine um, it, right next to your ear when, when, when they announced your name. And in fact, when they announced when they announced Great Britain, you couldn't even hear your name being said because everyone
0: was going like <laughs> <that> nuts. <laughs> oh, that's really amazing. What would you say um, is kind of the best thing about being a sprinter and being part of Team GB?
1: The best thing about being a sprinter, um, I, I think, I think it, it's, it's it's the challenge because no no race is ever going to be perfect, uh, and no training session is ever going to be it's never going to go exactly as you'd li- as you'd like it to. And in, in this sport and at the level I compete at, you have to be your own worst critic, and, and I really really am. I'm really quite harsh on myself. i I like train in the way I perform, and I'm I'm never I'm never content. Um, I'm pleased, but I'm never satisfied. I take that to every session. I take that to every race, and there's, there's always room to improve until I get a personal best. And I'll say, yes, I've got a personal best. I've, I've, I've run faster. I've run faster than I ever have in my life today. I've got a lifetime best. Let's go do that again. Let's get faster next week. Let's get faster the week after that. It, it's 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 the constant challenge, and that's what makes it really addictive. Something as simple as running on a track in a straight line, but it's it, it's very very addictive, and that's why that's why I enjoy it so much. That's, that that's the best thing about it. And representing Great Britain, well, any any sport to represent your country,
0: you can't, you, it doesn't need an explanation. <laughs> no, I can imagine. So what is a kind of a typical week of training because I think it's there is a misconception I think amongst some people that it's just a question of oh you've just got to stay fit and if you're fast you're fast but I've kind of looked into it and realised how much technique there is involved it's amazing Um,
1: there's a lot of technique I mean that's why it's called sprinting not running because anyone can run but it takes a lot of practice and technique to learn to sprint properly. There's a huge difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, I, I, for anyone that saw the Paralympic Games, er, everyone finally got the sense that the Paralympic Games were no longer just a, a, an event where disabled, disabled people took part. You know, something, yeah. something for us to do. It, it was truly elite in every sense. Everyone that went there trained hard. Every day, every week, to be the best athletes they could be, because there were other guys from all over, all over the world, coming to get the medals that they want as well. It was it was elite. So the training that I do is no different to any any able-bodied sprinter that that trains as well. So uh, Mondays it's Mondays there's a track session. Tuesdays it's gym. With drills Wednesday another track session, Thursday another tra- another another gym session, Friday some technical technical work so things like block starts and uh, things that work on your explosive power like in the first thirty meters of the race and the drive phase. Saturday another track session, Sunday's a rest day and then we just we just go we just go through that phases those phases over and over again. But I've got a World Championships um, the IPC World Championships in Lyon in France are in a, less than three weeks away, so my training. is is, is less intensive now. It's going to improve and get a little bit tougher towards next week. And then after next week, we go to the holding camp in France, which means the training will be tapered down somewhat. It will mm-hmm. be less uh, less load, but more intensity and more speed, uh, just to prepare so our legs are in the right frame of motion, uh, looking towards the uh, competition itself. So yeah.
0: Well, i should say this is you know it's amazing isn't it when you, it's, when you don't know you don't know do you but you just think to yourself wow <laughs> it's like and, and, every sport's different <laughs> yeah it really is so with your, all that training what kind of instantly springs to my mind is you must need the sponsorship really badly then because obviously you can't do a full-time job and put in the same kind of hours yeah
1: it was it was really difficult i mean uh, last year um I graduated from Loughborough University, uh, I, got, I got my degree and, and also uh, went, went to the games, but that support base of university um, and, 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 the, and the loans, the, the grants that came with it and the loans, because I, I got grants, I got loans, at, I was an academic scholarship, um, so, so when, when that support and funding ended, I was sort of in a lurch. I wanted to go full time with athletics, but I wanted to use my degree but I couldn't go full-time in athletics because I need mean, to put a roof on my head. And the thing about Paralympic athletics is, Paralympic not is you're not making the same G's that Usain
0: Bolt is making. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: uh, I, I think, I, I think uh, Johnny Peacock may come close uh, in a couple of years when he has another gold medal to his name in Brazil. But, 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 for, but for the vast majority of us, it's, it's very much a, we train uh, and, and, and we get fun Uh, By British Athletics, but don't command the same sort of sponsorship that um, that an Olympian can command, for for example. Um, So yeah, I I needed needed something, something, something to do, something to fund me. And uh, fortunately, I found a job um, with the Youth Sport Trust as an athlete mentor. So I visit, so I visit schools and I put on um, sprinting classes and and help them understand a bit more about the things that we do as athletes. You know, the, the usual, usual jargon, things like being committed being dedicated, having having a will, having a will to, to get out and get the things that you want and work towards them, you know, just set goals and learn how you're going to reach them and using those those uh, ideas from sport and putting them into education. Um, so I go to schools, in secondary schools, all, all up and down the country and that's a part-time job as well. So it means I can train, visit the school, come back from the school, go to the shack, go to the gym. So it fits in rather well, um, but no, no major sponsors at the moment. <laughs> I'm already, I'm very new, I'm very new to the sport, so I, I need a few more uh, competitions for people to
0: see my face. <laughs> if anyone's listening who wants to give him some money, you can find him on Twitter. <laughs> no, 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 just,
1: don't, don't, do just, just give me the money. I'm not I'm not, <laughs> not that kind of a person. I, 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 if you're gonna give, if you're gonna give, I will, I will, I will give, I will give back.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should, you should do that. You should be like um. They pay people to speak, don't they? You can you can pay like a speaker. You know, invite to an event, invite him to your dinner party. With, with, with appearance,
1: I've done I've done a few of those. I do. I'm very really, I'm very really fortunate enough to have my to have my own agent um, at the moment. So she kind of she's kind of. Um, on the hunt shall we say, she's, she's she's kind of looking out for me in terms of um, looking for speaking events. And actually, she's 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 gone into talks with uh, with with Under Armour. I don't know if you don't if, if you've heard of them. They're 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 a pretty huge company in America, um, that are built with American football, which is a sport that I came from before uh, before going into sprinting. So that they sponsor in this country. They sponsor um, Tottenham Hotspur. They also sponsor Wales, Welsh Rugby Union. But she's talking to them to get them to uh, to be interested in me because
2: oh, be and,
1: and how I've gone into sprinting. Um, so that, that that's a conversation that's being had. So so she she's she's trying to weave her magic, and we'll, we'll hope something comes from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we do. I think um, you know, I think it's it's definitely. I think that I've always believe that the Paralympics should be just as important as the Olympics but I definitely felt 2012 was, was the first time that I've really properly sat down and watched both and was just as, it, I think I was probably as excited to watch Johnny Peacock run as I was to watch Usain Bolt or anybody else, you know I think it was a real it was really different, you know and it was really good, so things people are changing. People didn't see that, they, they saw they saw the, um, the, 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 the,
1: the there, was no, there was no difference uh, and there may have been there may have been visual differences, you know, I, missing a leg, uh, there's a, there, there are blind athletes. I think I, I remember um, walking into the, to the, to the village uh, for the first time and going, going to the food hall and, uh, and uh, I looked around myself and, and, and I thought, oh my gosh, look at all these disabled people in this room.
2: And I thought, <laughs> such a
1: stupid thing to say, you're at the Paralympic Games, so of course there are be disabled people in this room. Um, but that was in the first week. And by the end of the second week, I ignored the um, the prosthetic limbs, I ignored all the blind athletes, uh, those who so probably like me. I ignored all the disabilities, and I, and I just saw them for the athletes that they were. Yeah. And that, that that train of thought and that new sense of perception was what happened to everyone who watched the Games. And it was, it was such a... It was not honestly a part of it, but it was even more... It was life-changing to, to see... See things in, in, a, in a different way, and that's not—that's not to completely blow the trumpet and say that the Paralympics changed everything. The Paralympics changed nothing. If anything, all it did was just raise awareness of disability and the sorts of things that that disabled people in this country um, face—not just Paralympians, but but the ordinary, the ordinary person who's in a wheelchair. You know that sort of thing. It, it just—it made, made everyone more aware of the things that we that we have to deal with. Um, and not just through sport but everyday life but for things to change um, we might need another Paralympic Games but it's going to be all the way in Rio and that's a huge time difference I don't think people are going to be bothered to stay up late and watch us all do it again
0: I'm <laughs> going to watch I'm going with um, I interviewed um, a chap called we call him Superman um, David who um, does the table tennis and um, I've, he's, I've made him agree to take me to Rio so we're taking a camera <laughs> and we're going to Rio <laughs> that's I'm going to be his um table tennis side cheering woman. So <laughs> I'm sure that's an official position. <laughs> just create, yeah, just create yourself an occupation. <laughs> Definitely. I want to go to Rio. <laughs> I am, I'm massively excited. I think um I know that certainly we're, as a company, we're going to get behind the Paralympics and we've had, you know, some great interviews with... with, You see, I don't see it as Paralympians, Olympians, but, you know, we've had some great athletes come on the show and, like, yourself and talk, and I think, um, yeah, I think it's certainly something that that everyone's really excited for. If you had to have um, a slogan on a T-shirt and wear it, what would it say and why? A
1: slogan on a T-shirt? Um... uh... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask to gonna, gonna have to steal one um
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it would be it would be um one of my idols you 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 know you know the Rock Dwayne jo- Dwayne Johnson
0: the I wrestler. definitely do I love the Rock you
1: know you know how you know how you know, he, he always says just bring it yeah that that, 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 that would that, would, that would be my slogan even even though it kind of belongs to him and it's been used I I I use it all the time um. And and yeah, it's it's just it's it's great. It's it's three words and it it rolls off the tongue. And uh, yeah, and I used to watch him growing up, growing up all the time, and thinking, God, this guy, this guy is so cool. And uh, I actually I actually sent him a tweet um, before the games. Uh, asking if he could wish wish myself and all of Paralympics GPGP good luck on one of his Rock Talk sessions, and he was in London at the time, so he must have seen it, and he actually replied to me, and it made my life.
2: Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> it was
1: like it, it's like it's like it's like a it's like a 15 14 year old girl uh, now nowadays getting a retweet from like One Direction or something <laughs> or Justin but That that that's how I felt. Oh my God, the Rock just just there is me. I I, don't, I I I was I was I was in pieces. <laughs> yeah. So um so yeah and, and that attitude as, as well of um, you know just bring it. I, I don't I I I don't care what the day has for me, I don't care what you've got for me, Mr Sprinter, I don't care what people what you're gonna say about me today, just bring it just bring it wherever you've got and i and I'll bring my A game as well.
0: He's, he's um he's quite a man isn't he? <laughs> uh, I might have, might
1: have a bit of a man crush. No, I, know, but,
0: I think but, um, uh, I think I think everybody does. I think you, you know you I always say you either want to be him or do him. It's like it's one or the other <laughs> like, he's that guy. He's definitely that he just he brings that element of kind of like I don't know he doesn't have to say anything does he? He's he's an effective young man. <laughs> So what do you think would be, um, or kind of what is the most crucial thing that you do say to kind of younger people? So if there's anyone listening who's, who's younger, what do you think is the kind of best piece of advice you can give to them?
1: The same advice that my mum gave to me um, when I was growing up at school and, you know, starting to become conscious, more conscious of the, the world around me and when I was learning things, she said, um, question everything. That doesn't necessarily mean you be rude to people or, uh, or, or always say or always say no, you're wrong. Or, or I think the only way you're going to understand how something works and why something is the way it is, is to ask why. And even if that person's in a position of authority, you can politely ask them, like, why, why, why is that like that? Why is this like this? I mean, you mean, whether it be your teachers or your friends. I mean, never ever take anything to face value. You don't take anything as 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 you may see it. Always always try and see it from a different perspective. Whether someone's telling you something, or whether you're seeing it on a television, there's always a different side to it. So she said to me, question everything. And the second thing was try everything. Try absolutely everything. Um, because if you don't try, you don't know. And furthermore, you only you only you only live once. You live once. The clock is always ticking. It's always ticking. It's ticking against you. Time. You, time is like money. But the thing about time and money, they're both currencies. But you can't get time back once it's gone. It's gone. So if you have an opportunity that comes along, and it's probably, it's probably the, the, the final thing I say. I say to any person like me, when, you, when opportunity presents itself, if you say no, all you're going to get is nothing. And we don't live our lives to get nothing. We live our lives to get. Absolutely, absolutely everything we can out of it. So, uh, and uh, so I'm a person that sees an opportunity and I and I grab it with both hands and see what I can get out of it. Because I was always told to try to get everything, get everything I go at least once. If I'm rubbish at it, I'm rubbish at it. If I'm good at it, I'm good at it. But I always make sure I get everything, I go at least
0: once. <laughs> I think that's a so fantastic. I think it's a fantastic attitude. It's certainly a fantastic way to to look at well, things. I always, I I, I, I always my mum I'm a I'm 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 a I'm a mom's boy. Down my heart. <laughs>
1: sure many
0: of the lads, many of the lads can uh, appreciate can appreciate that yeah
1: definitely <laughs> listen, no. listen, listen, listen to your march
0: no well that's it that's 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 the whole kind of the point isn't it people respecting the fact they've been alive a little bit longer which means they've experienced a little bit more isn't it it's um yeah
1: absolutely
0: if you think what you knew now to what you knew five years ago it's always um always quite well, interesting well i i i wasn't even meant to be uh,
2: in
0: a Paralympic Games five years ago, it's like five years ago, like, what
1: was I doing? I was studying my A-levels five years ago, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yes, wow, sir? 23, I feel, I feel
0: I feel old, I'm only 23. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'm going to be 30 in January. <laughs> that is old. 30, 30, 30 20. Oh, it better be, I tell you, mind you, most people think I'm 22, when I say how old do you think I am, they say about 22, I think. Fantastic. So I'm okay. Come, come on, miss, all <laughs> yeah, I'm okay for a bit, <laughs> which is fabulous. Okay, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience? Is there any kind of charities or anywhere, or say where they can come and find you on Twitter or anything like that? Um, yeah,
1: I, I'm 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 I'm, all, I'm always on Twitter. So so if you, if you say hi, I'm gonna say hi back. I'm nice like that. Um, don't really have don't really have m- m- much supply. Other, other than if anyone knows any. Any anyone 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 in a secondary school, and, and they feel like uh, them or their classmates, or, or if you have if you know parents that know that know children in secondary school that think they'd like to get involved with um, the Sky Sports program I was talking about the, on the Youth Sport Trust. If you go to the website and um, Sky Sports Living for Sport. All the athlete mentors are there, and if if you're in the East Midlands or West Midlands area or anywhere else, I'm 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 assigned to that area, so I can come and visit your school, and we can and we can have have a fun project day. You can go through some sprinting, we can do a few workshops, and we we can have a good time. I think I think that's that's anything I would really say.
0: That would be fantastic. <laughs> if if you are able to access that, I would access it. That sounds like a
1: yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, forgot, I forgot to say it's completely free. It's 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 all it's of no cost to the school at all. All it takes all it all it takes is a little bit a little bit of work to organise a few dates. And the, and the actual project itself, and uh, and and that's it. Bob, Bob's your uncle. You get you get a free, you get two free visits actually from from, from athlete mental work across so many different sports, Paralympic and Olympic. Um, so it's a great opportunity. And like I said before, the opportunity is there. You got to take it.
0: <laughs> nice you have. That's. I think that's absolutely fantastic advice. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Sam. Yeah, you're most welcome.
1: Have fun. Hi, I'm Martin Rooney. You're listening to TLR. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm alright. Good. Just in from training, and a bit sweaty, but
0: I'm alright. Nice. Um, so, for anybody who doesn't know who you are and what you do, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Uh,
1: my name's Martin, I'm a British 400 metre runner, um, so basically one lap around the track. Uh, I've been to two Olympics, uh, a couple of world championships, and I've picked up a couple of medals on the way. Um. And yeah, I've got I'm quite tall and I've got a beard. Pretty much,
0: that's me. <laughs> Very good. So, training for the four hundred. How does that differ from kind of training for other events? It's hard. It's horrible. <laughs> um, it's, it's a. It's, um... Yeah, you know, right. they don't they can't even be bothered to make the whole track. It's disgraceful.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Straight line, off we go, very easy. Part <laughs> timers. <is.
0: laughs> How did you get into running How did I get into it? Um mm. I was quite had a question from a guy called Kevin McGillian or McGullen I don't know. McLaughlin. McLaughlin see, I saw it. I saw, I, saw, I saw Yeah Kevin McLaughlin. I am so bad at surnames. Sorry about that Kevin. <laughs> Good surname Well done. I remember Craig McLaughlin. Maybe you're related. He did songs. Was a neighbour. Never mind. We'll leave that um, okay. He wants to know <laughs> Was it better being on the Olympic team or the BD House football team with him and Baird? <laughs>
1: Michael Paul Barrett are school together, and they were far better than me at football. Yeah, I uh, probably the Olympic team. Sorry, mate. Um, beat, the beat house thing
0: was pretty cool, but um, I enjoyed doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what about for people who are wanting to get into athletics? What do you think is like the maximum age you can get into athletics at?
1: get into athletics from there is just basically going to a little track and um, jogging with other people, I suppose. And then, <laughs> then you, can, you, you can go, you can go try a bit of jumping. You can throw a bit. Like um, athletics is a is a universal sport. It's got a bit of everything. Everything if you're a bit heavier, then you can go try throwing and stuff. And, um, I think for, for blokes, it's great to go and see athletes and girls kind of hot but that's one thing that appeals to blokes and then for women I suppose they get to see good looking guys like I don't know I'm not going to name people because that's good <laughs> looking <of> prat a <laughs> <Did laughs> yeah,
2: it, like it, it, it appeals
1: to everybody you know same same it appeals to everybody in athletics and it's pretty easy to get involved with and um, it's fun winning even just like challenging yourself and reaching those goals that you set for yourself is the massive you get a massive buzz from that, so I, I enjoy it. I think I've always enjoyed it, and that's why I keep doing it, and that's why I punish myself.
0: What about diet? What kind of diet do you have to eat? Is it really strict? Ah, uh, it's
1: much rubbish. Um, I I have a pretty healthy diet, but if you gave me a chocolate bar, I wouldn't say no. Or if someone said to fancy pizza or Nando's or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, let's right, go. <laughs> but um, Nah, I think like it's moderation. I don't really drink. Um, I don't smoke. I don't. Um, uh, I don't overdo stuff. I, can, I won't have a whole packet of biscuits in one sitting, kind of thing. But I try to have. Uh, I try to take in as much. i protein in the morning, protein straight after training with carbs, and then I'll have like a fairly normal dinner. With, well, protein, carbs, and vegetables. Because, um, I'm not, I. I think some people overthink it too much and then they get stressed out about it. And they start panicking if they've had like two chips or a packet of crisps or something like that. So I try not to be like that. No. Yeah. If I
0: get
1: fat, then, then you'll know I've had too much. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you can't fit in your running stuff anymore, it's time to stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if there's a bulge in my belly, <laughs> in my like it, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You'd have to name it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. How, um, how important in your life is your beard? Oh, it's essential
1: for my, for my life. Um, it's, uh, it can kind of get a bit of a pain in the arms when it goes on my heart and it's sweaty and all that, but um, I don't know, it keeps, uh, keeps things, whereas, without getting too deep, it keeps things in perspective. People start talking about, I oh, you need to shave the legs, and be aerodynamic or whatever. But always doing these, running as fast as we can, we're not bleeding, um, we're, uh, we're not working on brain surgery or anything like that, so <laughs> the beard, the beard is something that keeps me kind of, I don't know, keep it real. So. It
0: balances you.
1: Yeah, that's the great thing about
0: You're balanced by your well,
1: beard. Probably, probably next time I'll be on TV I'll be clean-shaven and I'll look like a 12-year-old again. <laughs>
0: oh I see so it, it kind of it distinguishes you as a man I get that it's part of the caveman yeah. thing you know, we've talked about cavemen yeah, already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's obviously your, it's, it's your thing um, what do you yeah. think is kind of athletics like what do you, would you say is like the life sort of span of the career do most people kind of retire in their 30s or 40s how long does it go on um, it's very individual to each athlete um, I think it's how um, how well
1: they're coached how well you look after your body, how well, okay, I suppose for a lot of people, if you can afford to do it, if you're making money out of the sport, and you can afford to keep doing it and not have to get a job, I and mean, it depends on the athlete, the motivation is there, so for me, I'm kind of, I'm quite a motivated person, I enjoy what I do, but I'm hoping to get maybe 15 years out of it, um, but some people are probably like, reach 30 years old and be like, alright, that's it, but my girlfriend, she kind of got to a point where she, she's had enough that she was She's double linked in, um, in the pole vault and after London, she's like, right, that's it, I don't want to go again. Yeah. Um, and she's, she's only 29, she's kind of young enough to keep competing and, uh, to a world-class standard, but she like, right, that's it. I want to do something else in my life. So it's very individual and um, if you have the right support set up, you can carry on. You see, like uh, last night in my Kim Collins ran 997.
0: Yeah,
1: he's 37 yeah, years old. 37 years old, that's incredible. Like, can you imagine how many 37-year-olds in, like, run for a buck? These guys are on sub-10. It's
0: incredible, so. And um, he, yeah, he, he looked like, so, I mean, when he came over the finish line as well, he was not even, like, the most knackered. It was incredible. I was uh, just looking, nah, wow. There's only 100 metres in it, so. That's true. <laughs> if he
2: knackered under 100 metres, mean, you'd be worried. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know I bet some of our listeners would be to be fair so <laughs> well done for bagging yourself a poll voter I was actually looking I've been watching quite a lot of athletics recently and I was thinking the women who poll vote poll vote I can't even say it. poll vote <laughs> <laughs> the women who poll vote that's a new sport um, they look really really attractive I've noticed that I was kind of looking at the visions of, it's of uh, yeah it's, just, it's, um, it's
1: actually one of the coo- coolest events to watch because it's one of those events where they can put it in the middle of the street. In uh, a lot of places, like in France, and Germany, in Poland, in the middle of a mall or down the, like a high street or whatever, they'll just close it off and they'll put a runway down and a pit and they'll just jump and then people can see, like, so the women are jumping higher than double-decker buses, you know. It's so incredible. When you see that up close, it's incredible to see it up close. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the pole are kind of sexy as well because they as small as
0: Little clothes <laughs> yeah. <suddenly laughs> it's nice it's to watch. Next athletics, like meet the the pole vault seats will all be taken. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly, exactly. And Wait
0: for Rio. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Rio with, a, with my Paralympian. Oh, yeah, day. yeah. I'm. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm persuading everyone to take me everywhere, just like you know. <laughs> And David who's our um he's a, I I call him he's our ping pong guy, he doesn't like that, it's table tennis apparently. But he's called okay. Superman. He like he does these incredible shots and he's our Paralympian and um he said yeah, I can okay. go to Rio with him um on the provisory Bye. that I'm I don't know, you don't call it ringside, table side, I we'll call it table side. Tableside, tableside okay. like cheerleading and he said he's choosing my outfit. So there we go. Okay. Yeah, so we we'll hold
1: it up right there. I reckon.
0: <laughs> good ping pong. I have to go, I need to go, we're going to spend a day together soon, because I need to go and learn, like, the language, because I have no idea what it is, like, good ping, good pong, I don't know. So... What does Boris call it? He
1: called it whiff-whack or something. I don't call it that. I don't
0: know. I think he says something about it in Beijing, he called it whiff-whack,
1: Good gave of a whiff-whack or something. I do <laughs>
0: Amazing. So that would be quite fun, and I've just got to persuade other people to take me to to the normal Olympics and in. Yeah, just come
1: to, come to me. Just come for the chat, for the jolly.
0: I reckon so. I reckon I'd be a good motivator. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be the motivator, team motivator. Yeah, I could see me doing that. I I could do that with my little (laughs) tracksuit. into like a bit of a Nazi, you are not going to go out, you are not having a drink, you cannot stay up late than 10 o'clock, get in bed, <laughs> I'd be so good at that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'd make sure,
1: uniform. That, that'd be a bit much you yeah, <laughs>
0: Well, I wasn't gonna go for the uniform, but you know, if you wanted to wear uniforms, and we'll talk about uniforms, that's fine. Um, so, <laughs> what is the best technique for pulling women? The guys are always writing into us saying, "How do I pull women?" So you've pulled a nice one. How did you yeah. do it? Um, I don't
1: know. Um, I'm not lucky, I suppose. Maybe
0: it's the beard. I'm beard. beard. Grow a beard. Women like
1: that. Does
0: she you like got
1: it? like a really baby face maybe grow a beard so you
0: look a bit older and then that's it. Well, <laughs> that's I I love Alan from The Hangover and he has a beard.
1: He's got a serious beard.
0: He is, he's a serious man. Tom Hardy has the best beard in uh, Lawless. Yeah. That was
1: a class beard. So maybe let's get a beard If you can grow a beard. I'm sorry if you can't I know a lot of people can't grow a beard. Could you
0: Shame buy one? Beard. It's acceptable to wear hair extensions so maybe it's acceptable to... <laughs> fake beard that would be so weird <laughs> <laughs> honestly like, to everybody listening I love you all for listening so please don't get a fake beard that will not work <laughs> no please don't no no don't, don't take
1: my word for it if it does work like good for you but, but yeah I wouldn't count
0: on it do you know I've never thought about beards before I'm now sat here thinking would do I like beards I really, I don't think I've ever gone out with a guy who had a beard well there you go
1: lads don't listen to anything I've just said <laughs>
0: Think about <laughs> your, your girlfriend obviously likes um, the beard so that's that's a good thing. She does, she does, yeah.
1: She does like. It. As long as it's not
0: like
1: thinking of sweaty. That's that's not You know what I mean? It's like Yeah. Anyway, that's less, less about
0: the sweaty beard <laughs> Wow. Um, so when you're training, do you have to kind of all like live together or is it kind of like you live at home and you go and commute or how does that work? think that um, computer games are an essential part of an athlete's kind of regime. have to get um one of those um either like a Wii or what's the Xbox one that connects or whatever. Is he actually moving? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah Oh man, we're chilling out, that's it. <laughs> You're yeah. not
0: training at a track we you can leave it. Leave it alone and just chill out and yeah, shoot people on COD. Yeah, it's good. It's good it's good um it is actually i can give you the psychology now behind all this it's actually been proven that they are good if you have a very physically demanding role um a computer game or something like that is good because it takes the same um coordination and focus onto the computer game that you put into your normal thing but because you've taken it off i'm really technical here calling it a normal thing because you've taken it off your normal thing um and put it into the computer game it's it's really good kind of like it continues your focus but not over focused on this basically if you think about the same thing too often it over focuses yeah. you which can be a negative however keeping yeah. yourself focused yet focused on something else is a real positive there we go I know what I mean it's all right, good yeah.
2: yeah I know what you mean no yeah it's just it's just a new if you're so focused on one thing you're going to piss yourself off thinking
1: about it all the time so
0: if you have to be distracted that's it yeah you see so basically computer games yeah. are great so long as you do stuff in the day Correct. it's not yeah. a career Okay, computer games are not our career. career.
2: Definitely
0: not a career. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> what do you think is the definition of a true lad? The definition of a true lad? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I'm the worst person to ask
1: that. I'm like the most boring person on earth. I literally run around the track and, like I said, play computer games. Um, a true lad is someone who can. Uh, what's that? Rudyard Ki- Kipling thing, where he goes, you are um, a man, my son, that, that um, passage, or the the poem that he wrote, oh, is
0: that Rudyard yeah. Ki- Kipling, you are a man,
1: is it it if if you, can, if you it's basically like, you can keep your head whilst or are lost around you and all that kind of stuff, mm. um, to be a true lad, I suppose, you've got to be someone who's chilled out and can let things go,
0: and hold your head in the, the right situations. Uh, I don't think you need to be the, the life and soul of a party, you just got to be the guy uh, Holding it know. down.
1: But holding it down, like, I don't oh, know, yeah, old yeah. school, like, good Eastwood kind of character, someone who just his head and uh, says one or two lines and then that's it. Like, it's it, not have to be the loudest person in the room, You just has to be the, the smartest person. That's the loudest person. Exactly. Maybe that's too deep. Maybe that's
0: too deep. <laughs> Well that's maybe the that,
1: deepest explanation either What was that video Did you see the guy The lad who <laughs> Did like 58 <laughs> or something in a row Yeah Maybe that's the real true lad. Maybe I've got it completely
0: wrong. Do you know, I think, the more and more I kind of ponder that question, I think that it means different things to different people. And I think in context, in the athletics world, because one of the words that I would always associate with true lad is camaraderie, and I think the whole band of brothers ethics. So I would say that within the athletics, um, a true lad would be um, a guy who remembers the team, a guy who cheers on everyone else, even if he didn't win. You know, he can still shake the hand of his competitors. Um, yeah, yeah. someone who is you know, very dedicated to what he does but doesn't take himself so seriously can't laugh at himself and someone yeah. who has a beard true lads have beards, I've decided <laughs> it's essential true lads. I think yeah, it is I think yeah, we true. should sell them like, lad beards <laughs> you
1: can a different styles you can have like a hillbilly beard you can have like, you can have like a muckdash
0: do you know one day they will happen? No, we've got fake eyelashes, fake hair extensions, fake fringes. There will be, fake beards.
2: Tragic.
1: <laughs>
0: what about any charities? Do you do anything with any charities or any people? Um, I, I've done
1: some quite a lot of stuff in the past. Um, not so much recently. Post Olympics, it's all calmed down. Last year, I was working like with a Catholic schools foundation, for sports, John Paul II. So it's basically Encouraging schools, Secondary school sport And trying to Use it as a As a a positive way To get people into education And sport I think um, Maybe charity is something I need to do a bit more of Um,
0: I will Never ever say that word to me I will have you Like (laughs) Doing Everything (laughs) I will find you A million charitable causes (laughs) I think for me It has to to be relevant Like I think uh, Yeah Find something. I think it's one of those things where things find you, you find something. You know, I quite believe in that And life. Yeah. People merge for a reason. So yeah. you know, we could start a lab charity. We could do that. Yeah. The bearded association. The beard,
1: the beard.
0: You could be I like a, You could be like a guy yeah. who gives help to guys who want to grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you imagine
0: that as a charity? <laughs> yeah, my head's <laughs> now going no, how no, are we gonna it's like a counselling awesome. service for men who can't yeah. grow beards. Run by a guy with, a, with an immense beard. It's almost like you're. Yeah,
1: a, yeah. that'd be like punishing them in a the way, wouldn't it? you need someone like a, I mean, a clean-shaping young man. Yeah. Or an old guy who's got like. Can't grow hair
0: on his face. Well, when you retire, maybe that's your thing. Maybe you'll start a charity when you retire.
2: <laughs> we'll see. We'll
0: see. <laughs> yeah. Skip that subject um so what do you what do you kind of think after athletics what's your kind of like do you have like a bit of a goal plan you know how because I often kind of think with athletics you've obviously got as long as you physically can to do what you can do and then what do you do next are you kind of what do you qualify to do
1: doing and I'm very fortunate I I make an okay okay living out of it um, and I can survive off the living I make. So hopefully I can have another kind of hobby in the future that um, I can make money out of it. It means like
0: thing is weird i i have um, a good friend of mine and he's like um I, he's a well he's a craftsman but he is that he does kind of really uh, bespoke furniture and some of the stuff okay. he does yeah. is incredible and he's uh, i mean he's a very intelligent guy I went to university all that stuff but this is what he you know and he this is his thing and some of the stuff he creates is just incredible you know i you know yeah. no, it's not a. Uh, you can't learn to have that kind of vision, you know, I think it's a real art, it's amazing, so I can completely understand why you want to do that, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Plus, it's useful, so, you know.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah it's kind of what my dad's come through, like he's a carpenter builder, and he's very good with his hands and so you he's carry on a
0: copy, like you uh, learn to appreciate the skills, one day maybe.
1: <laughs> if you had to have a team... T- I keep running in a circle, so...
0: So, it is quite funny when you think about it you get paid to run in a circle that is quite an impressive yeah. kind of take a left <laughs> and um, what do you think there is um, for, for kind of we've got, obviously got the champs coming up and then Rio who do you think will be the kind of the names for Rio who are you kind of going yeah Um, I think it's
1: going to be pretty interesting I'm going to plug a training group I think there's some great talent very talented athletes like um, James Sassi uh, James Ellington in our group. James Solly's obviously run very well already this year. He's another guy who's based in Loughborough. And another coin boy the same area as me. i from the same area as me. But uh, James Ellington, like I've already plugged him a bit, I think he's on the verge of doing something special I think another year with, uh, with our coach Rainer Ryder. He'll be ready to do something world class. Um, big, um, obviously the the people a lot of people are talking about Perry Shakes Drayton, Adam Jamili, James Tassali, I think mean, they're all very talented athletes and I, I, I hope they're successful. And I think there's a couple of athletes who can sneak in behind them and kind of let them take all the limelight back here I think Annika Nora could do something pretty special this year and next year I think she's starting to realise her potential. Um, and on the global scene, you've got to look at people like Christian Taylor, who's 22 years old, he's world Olympic champion in the triple jump. And I think he'll jump a world record pretty soon. And I think if you think that like Jonathan Edwards has, has had that world record for a very long time, um, someone at the age of 22 could go out and possibly break it within the next year. That, that's pretty special. Like it's, once you line up 18-20 or 18-30 meters, 18-30 on the floor, it's a long, long way, and it's incredible to see. It's like um, someone, like I get, I'm very lucky. I get to see him train every day, so um, I'm pretty hopeful. I'm well, pretty excited for him that he's going to go
0: and break this wonder. You should send him to us. We should interview him. Actually, I'd be interested in him. Um, yeah, well, he'd have a different
1: accent as well, so it'd be quite cool. And I don't know what his definition of lad would be because <laughs> he went to
0: American
1: college. Uh, American college, so it could be completely different. Different. Yeah,
0: you could teach me to play triple jump well you don't play I suppose but you could teach me to jump, I tri- jump. <laughs> yeah. I I'll, triple jump. I'll have to edit that's that bit point. out <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah that would be good you can teach me to jump in the sand um, yeah yeah no I think that would be good I'll plan. teach it myself and James teach to take a left and run as fast as possible and then we'll teach how to jump in the
1: sand
0: quickly
1: as possible and
0: yeah that would be amazing i i am um, i'm going to do a day with discus dan um i'm going to do oh, yeah. um so we've got the ping pong the discus um gonna, <laughs> your man for the triple jump um do some running with james do some, I mean, andy's going to teach me to hurdle so it is. yeah okay that'll be
1: like, uh, Andy is, uh, I, I think his event's one of the hardest events because it, Andy's not the tallest man in the world. He's tall, tall guy. Obviously, I'm very tall person, so I
0: don't think anybody's that tall. But um, his hurdles are three foot six. Like, wow! You stand next to the hurdle,
1: it's almost like up to like nipples. If you're know I mean. it's high.
0: That is high, though. And That's really high.
1: It's, it's an incredible. Like he's an incredible athlete. Like
0: you see those guys forward, it's, it's almost against know. your mind though isn't it because you run up to something that's tall and you think stop so I find that quite interesting yeah, yeah. how you overcome that because I can imagine when he teaches yeah, yeah. me I'm just going to be like ah <laughs> 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 no <laughs> so no, be
1: fine just,
0: commit. just run through the middle. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a day of constant laughing, like, on my part, yeah. so. <laughs> but it'll, I'll, it'll, it'll, it'll be fun, it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm going to bring Ewan with us as well, Um, a guy called Ewan McIntosh, he played Keith in The Office, I don't know if you've ever watched The Office. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Ewan's oh, okay, that. that'd be cool. Yeah, he's one of my very good friends, so I said to Discus Dan, because he loves The Office, I said, oh, well, I'll bring Ewan, yeah. um, he'll throw a discus with you.
1: He really will. Danny Boy, he's, a tough, he's a really, really lovely bloke. I think he's... Yeah, he um, is. It's a shame he's kind of been... Um, he's, as a Paralympic athlete, he's probably the most likeable person out of all of them, and he's kind of, he's very normal. I think he's he similar to a lot of athletes he not get the same publicity as other athletes. I think he's a, he'd be a great athlete to, to get some focus on
0: well that's it. Well we're gonna he's gonna I mean obviously the world will watch him have a day of fun with me. How lucky is he? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the most important thing. If he takes me to Rio, I will make sure everyone knows him. That could be my that could be my, <laughs> my ticket to Rio. Yeah. <laughs> and no no shame in, in ramming that. him in front of every camera. <laughs> this is Dan. Everyone speak to Dan. <laughs> no, we like Dan a lot. Oh Sam. Okay. Sam's the other one I'm gonna spend some time with. He's nice. Um Sam Rudder. Sam. Uh, yeah, yeah. so there you go. I knew it Very would come far. back if yeah. I thought about it enough. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I'll edit all this down so it sounds like I was completely like, <laughs> and him, and him, and him, yeah. and him.
1: You need everybody, yeah.
0: <laughs> and there'll be no... And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I could tell you all your personal best. Um, yeah, so. there you go.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Yours must be 44-something, I reckon. So are you faster
1: than Ewan cool. then, Ewan Thomas? No, Ewan's still got me. I should have I, sh- I should have beaten him by now but he was, he was a, Ewan, people forget how phenomenal athlete he was, like, um, he comes across um, a bit, uh, oh he's going to kill me yeah. yeah. He was a phenomenal athlete Like, um, and the ability he had, he probably should have run a lot faster himself. Uh, so yeah, I hope to get his record before I retire, before I'm uh, old and crippled.
0: <laughs> he always he's always making himself laugh on Twitter. Like he has some, he has some Twitter game. Oh,
1: the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, granny stuff. He's,
0: he's, he's always been very positive with me, and he's always tried to. If
1: I've ever needed a chat or whatever, he's, he's always put himself out there to help
0: me. So yeah, he's um, a very nice person. It, very nice. Yeah, it's, it's
1: a good
0: role model and stuff. So. Oh, I don't know about that have you seen some of the things he does uh,
1: oh yeah I know I know I like I'm on the track okay he's a phenomenal
0: one. yeah <laughs> off the track off, off the track it's it's, uh, it's no man's land we should um, i have yeah. a wedding actually he might come down and we should have like all of us Be Emily and Ewan yeah. Ewan's day of fun that'd be fun yeah he'd love it well he, he was in Luxborough as well if you come up
1: to Luxborough he was uh, here for a long time yeah so, um, he'll know. he will he'll tell you he can old stories of
0: and being a perfect role model off the track <laughs> <laughs> and, and since, since retiring you're in his fan grannies so we, we won't you know yeah, we well, won't yeah. judge him well, <laughs> like
1: his fun full of funny terms and stuff, you know, he started his new
0: calling <laughs> is there anybody you would like to mention say anything to or any messages for anybody Um, no like I
1: suppose all the, the lads out
0: I love that. I don't, I don't have to, you
1: know, enjoy life. Nice.
0: So, um, is there anything you haven't done that you want to do?
1: Me, I'll well, you in I so, uh, Win the world, an Olympic medal. That's my aim in life. I think that for my athletic career that would be phenomenal. So, hopefully, I can do
0: that. And How's Rio looking uh, for you? Rio, you
1: know, three weeks, three years ago, we didn't know. Uh, I'm really excited about it, I think uh, it's, I mean, I've joined a new coach very recently this year, and um, he's someone who's used to working with the best athletes in the world, like Olympic and world champions, and he's coached, in my event, he's coached world champions before, so I'm, I'm very excited to be working with him for the next three, four years, hopefully he on the podium in Rio.
0: I think you will, and obviously you'll invite me, obviously. Of course, uh, yeah, you're to Standard. On <laughs> Brilliant.